0: there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows that used to be on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean fangirl S.
1: And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode one of season five of The Expanse.
0: Oh my god. Wow. Okay, I know they dropped the first three. We are not putting them all in one episode. Because after (laughs) watching this first one, there's way too much to drop all of these together. And I am so glad they did not drop the whole season. Like, yes. After each episode, I feel like, okay, I really need to process this. Because I watched the first episode, then it was several hours later. I watched the second. And that's as far as I went, because there was so much going on. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right, so before we jump into it, you got a whole slew of news for us.
1: Yeah, we have quite a lot of casting changes in this season. A whole lot of belters are new to the Expanse. Not necessarily the books, but at least season five. We'll start with Bull, who is a belter introduced in the third installment of the Expanse book series. And I know Christina will correct any of these if they're wrong. (laughs) But the character makes his live action debut in season five, played by Jose Zuninga, Bull, is head of security operations working under Fred Johnson at Tyco Station when The Expanse Season 5 begins. Elements of Bull's arc have already been adapted for Kamina Drummer on TV, so Zuninga's character will likely be different compared to his written counterpart. And the Expanse Season 5 introduces Osana, Played by Sandrine Holt, a belter who plays an important role in Amina Drummer's story as she starts a new life aboard an OPA pirate vessel. Among all of Drummer's new crewmates, she seems closest to Oksana, but in the books, Oksana is part of the Micho Paz group. Hmm. Yeah. How's that going to play out? Uh, Yes. And we have Sin, played by Brent Sexton is another belter addition to the expanse season five and finds himself under the employee of marco anaros's free navy like marco sin is familiar with naomi nagata from her days in the opa and while the character was briefly mentioned in the, the previous season the expanse season five marks his first appearance proper like osana Sin is a supporting figure in the original Expanse novels. As the chief engineer on Tycho Station, Saki is responsible for fixing up the Rasanandi following the ship's close shave on Illus. And her character is a gender flip of William Saki, who occupied the same role in the novels. Saki will be played by Bahia Watson in The Expanse Season 5, who's best known for her recent work on... A podcast on the Fangirl Zone, The Handmaiden's Tale, playing Brianna.
0: We are woefully behind. I'm sorry with that one.
1: (laughs) And another one that the Fangirl Zone does a podcast on, Star Trek Discovery, playing May, an alien construct inhabiting the mind of Sylvia Tilly.
0: we got all sorts of crossovers happening.
1: Yes. Now, Michael Irby joins The Expanse Season 5 as the U.N.'s Admiral Delgado. As a high-ranking name in the U.N., Delgado works directly under the new Secretary General, Nancy Gao, but with Christian Avoselara desperately in need of allies to fight back against Marco Anaros, the Admiral could have his head turned. Hmm. Evil stroking
0: of the beard happening. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have George Torkatov as... Liviao, one of Fred Johnson's high-ranking belters, and a TV original character. Olanuke Adelier as Carl, one of Marco's more prominent associates, and a friend to Sin. We have Lisa Smythe as Michu. Smythe's character is listed as Michu on IMDB, which is a clear nod to the books. Michu Pa character. Although Drummer has effectively stolen Michu's arc, this character is among her crew in The Expanse Season 5. That might be interesting. We have Mir Salim as Joseph. He plays another member of Drummer's Pirate Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what that's all about. <laughs> well, with Drummer, you never know. Wilek Sly as Surge, a minor character from the Expanse books. Stephen Tracy as Bertold, the final member of Drummer's Crew. Jacob Mundell as Eric, a key figure from Amos's past on Earth. Eric can unlock many secrets. Uh oh. Yeah. And we have Tim Decay as Admiral Savater, a high-ranking Martian who becomes embroiled in Bobby's investigation. Uh-oh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Jean Korostecki as Emily, Salvatore's aide, Lieutenant Babbage. Frankie Faison as Charles. In a neat Baltimore connection, Frankie Faison will play Charles, who has seen Talking of Season 5 trailer. We also have Stacy Roca as Lydia, another key figure in Amos's past, appears in flashbacks. And the one and only Anna Banana Hopkins <laughs> as Monica Stewart. Monica is the journalist formerly assigned to follow the Rossanani crew in Season 3, so it's great to have her back. And the last bit of news. It's kind of got some conflict with it, <laughs> as Amazon Prime Video announced that the show's recent renewal for its sixth season will be its final season. Yet, the showrunners aren't quite buying that yet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so.
0: that's interesting. I mean, I love all the information about all the casts. Right. But if Amazon's saying, yeah, we have this season and one more and then we're done, and the writer's like, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, they're the ones that pay you. So yes. <laughs> if they're saying you're done, chances are you're done. I mean, unless they're expecting like a huge shake up with like what they're putting out this season that right. amazon might be like whoa let's see but then again maybe not. things have been canceled on so many of the streaming services left and right oh yeah maybe this will be a big enough catch where amazon's gonna maybe change their mind right. which i don't think we'd be mad because the books are like ten thousand pages long right <laughs> and no no i still have not read them Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really pretty in my giant pile of books. So I, was <laughs> I have like a three foot pile of books that I haven't read yet, plus a whole bunch on the shelf. So I'm like a book hoarder. Sorry. <laughs> I will eventually get to it. It just I was hope hoping to get to it before this season. That didn't happen. And you would think during the shutdown I would have had plenty of time. Except my brain kind of shut down during the shutdown too. So
1: yes. <laughs> It's kind of hard to. Uh, yeah.
0: My goal is to have the first motivated. book read before the end of the sixth season. I'll <laughs> put it that <laughs> way. Ooh, I might be like power reading, though, next season. You never know. <laughs> so, shall we jump into episode one?
1: Oh, let's do it. Oh,
0: my God. Okay. Exodus, which makes it sound real ominous, right? Yes. Holden tries to convince Fred Johnson to destroy the last sample of protomolecule. Wait, what? We forgot he still had that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Naomi gets an important lead to her son. On Luna, Laura begins to hunt for Marco and So, wow. A lot of stuff. Just in, in the little synopsis. So, let's start with our, our kind of cold open.
1: Yeah, very cold.
0: Yeah, we have a science ship, which I'm like, okay, great. Where's this? Outside Venus. All right. Venus is now coming into play. Not that it's not part of our universe, but we haven't been over there like four seasons. So
1: Right. <laughs> so what could possibly be going on around Venus? Right.
0: I was getting a little worried. The crew members are studying one of the asteroids that Marcos hurled towards Earth, which I forgot that he did this. I kind of feel like I should have rewatched the last four seasons. Episode,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm like, okay, how is nobody noticing what's happening either? It's like they're over at Venus. They're so like, oh, this is coming. But hey, wait, what? What is the asteroid made up of? I don't know. All of our systems are going crazy. It's like this doesn't make me feel good. But because no. I completely forgot about Marcos doing this, I'm like. Is this some sort of new proto molecule thing or the creators or something sent this? What is it?
1: Stealth tag. Yeah. uh...
0: Because when they first show it and it goes past the sun, it like breaks up and then something is still kind of slingshot, shotting around. And I'm like, something's happening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like all of a sudden, it's like the tinfoil hat comes out of nowhere and it's on my head. (laughs) Like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? (laughs) But like the crew on the Sinus ship is. Like, oh, whoa, something's odd. Hey, what was that? That that felt like, oh, maybe just the ash- some asteroid pieces hit us. And then the one all of a sudden's like, no, I think we're being boarded. No, you're crazy. Wait, let me look at the cameras. What the heck? <laughs> There's somebody <laughs> out there. And Philip and a small crew is suddenly on the ship. And of course, they're like, whoa, 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 science ship. Take what you want, but we don't have weapons. Yeah. So he snatches the files on the asteroid, which... Again, I'm like, what is he doing? Is he trying to see what it's actually made of? I thought he was part of this. I thought he knew what's going on.
1: Yeah. He's making sure there's no record of anybody else knowing what's going on.
0: Yeah. I would think they'd be not broadcasting, but like transmitting data back and forth. It's like, here, UN or whoever I'm working for. Right. Just seems kind of odd not to do that, but yeah, maybe that's just me. But he decides to snatch up the hard drive, and his team members just nonchalantly shoot the crew. It's like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, I really wasn't expecting that. I don't know why, but I wasn't right, expecting yeah. it.
1: Yeah, as soon as you saw Philip, you should have known that none of these scientists are making it out alive.
0: This really hurts. Like, because I'm thinking Naomi is going to have to find this out. And I don't know what that's going to do to her. Right. Anyway, let's go back to the ship. Sorry. Sidetracked. So they're going to blow up the ship, too, to make sure that they'll think, oh, it's just an accident. It was just the asteroid hit it or something. Blah, blah, blah. But one of Philip's guys, his foot got stuck. Again, don't know how he managed that one, but whatever. Right. (laughs) I tripped. So... He is like stuck on the ship and he's asking for help. And Marco's like, I'll let you let my dad know about your sacrifice. Like, wow. The yeah. other guy like looked at him like we're really leaving our our guy? What, what's going on?
1: Right. I mean, yeah, he didn't this is not anything. normal Belter uh, actions. I mean, they don't leave their um, compadres behind. We kind of saw that on Illis, But not with Marcos and Philip. They don't care.
0: And I'm kind of wondering... If eventually, because I don't think it's going to happen right away, but if that's going to kind of like get out to the other belters, and they're going to be like, "Wait, you want us to kind of join you and be behind you, supporting you, but you're you're not going to like do the same for us?" You're like, Psh, "Bye." Uh, yes,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you're the idiots you're, who followed us.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're just a hired gun, and your life means nothing to me.
0: Like you're totally expendable. Yep. That really. I feel like that needs to come out because then Marcos would lose all of his supporters because right now he's getting them all riled up and they're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And this is great because you're one of us and you're really all about us and blah, blah, blah. Until they find out he's not. Right. So hmm, we'll see, I guess. So let's go to the Rossi. The Rossi is all nestled snug as a bug. At Tycho Station, because apparently we need a hell of a lot of repairs done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and apparently it's been quite a furlough, because our fearless captain is on a forced furlough. And I'm guessing their version of furlough is, you need a vacation. Yeah. (laughs) You get a timeout. Uh, Naomi, of course, is ensuring that the repairs are being taken care of, and they are in full swing, as... Is it Sake? I for- <laughs> You said her name earlier and I'm like. Saki.
1: Saki? I call it uh, Sake. Okay.
0: Informs her of the upgrades and her belter accent is very emphasized. And seriously, like Dominique Tipper always like flips the way she talks, which is just amazing. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Around
0: the belters, she goes like full on belter and around. Right. Holden and the crew. She's more inner, I guess.
1: Yep. <laughs> She loses the accent pretty quickly.
0: And you know what we do see later? And I wanted to ask you, we see her like in a tank top. I don't remember that huge chest tattoo. Right.
1: Like, <laughs> I didn't either. Okay,
0: so is that new or is it we never actually seen her in a tank top? I thought we did last year.
1: Well, her and Holden weren't together a whole lot after the first few episodes. Oh. She had to go back up to the Rossi, so we might not have seen it.
0: Okay. That's why I was like, wait a second, where'd that come from? <laughs> but anyway, let's go back to, uh, Naomi and Saki in the elevator, which is like, all I kept thinking of is like the Willy Wonka Vader, because <laughs> it's like, it can go up and down and sideways and <laughs> backways, like, because it was just moving all over the place. <laughs> But Fred Johnson's man is there and he accuses Naomi and company of taking advantage of Johnson's kindness because of the aforementioned repairs are quite costly. And I don't even want to know where you got the part.
1: Right. Then don't ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you don't know what we did. So maybe shut your mouth is all yeah. I got thinking. <laughs> And speaking of Fred Johnson, we do get to see him as they get out of the elevator and he's like, oh, I have to speak with you. I have some information. And of course, Naomi's like, you couldn't have just sent me a wave. and He's like, not for this. No. It's like, <laughs> okay. So every, everybody around them kind of scatters and it's just the two of them. And I have found video footage Of your son. It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Now how did he know that though? I mean, is he just assuming? Because I thought he said something along the lines of there's no affiliation and we think this person is with Marcos. Or did I miss something?
1: I'm not sure he said that, but I'm not sure what he said for sure.
0: Yeah, it's like I feel like that's what he said, but then again, you know, maybe it was, you know, one of those things where you're like you hear it, but you're kinda half hearing it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> but when she seen the video, she like I thought she was going to just burst into tears.
1: Right, she almost did.
0: Yeah. They were running down her face. And then, of course, they cut away and we see Holden guzzling, I'm assuming, coffee.
1: Uh, it has to be.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in his swanky room on Tycho. Yeah, I love, too, how they, they have the rooms, like the apartments, kind of, very different. On all the, yes. all the different planets or stations. So it's really interesting to see how, how they're like, okay, this is Tycho. Look how th- nice this is. Right. And yeah, then you have Mars. And it's like, this one kind of sucks. And yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> It's just really interesting yeah, how they compare kind of-
1: Holden's room with uh, Bobby's room. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it just thought it was really interesting how they they kind of flip things around and show you the differences. Anyway, we have Holden kind of channel surfing because he wants to see what all of the news waves and most of them are covering the mass migration to the multiple worlds beyond the Ring Gate, which is interesting because last we seen, they barely made it out alive. <laughs> It's like now everyone's like, it's fine. We just won't touch anything. (laughs) And there's another program going on, on his multi-television-ish thing, covering the artifacts on Illus and how we don't really know what they do. It's like, well, don't we? They were causing (laughs) destruction and death. So I think we do kind of know what they do, but apparently he's getting tired of watching everything that he knows and they're not exactly saying so right. he just turns everything off It's like they're blaming me. yeah really interesting how it's like uh i've done he also gets a few phone calls it's like uh oh, naomi hey yeah i got something to do go ahead and eat i will talk to you later it's like hmm head scratch yeah what's going on naomi and so he goes out to can't eat can't be good right <laughs> He goes out to a bar, really. He happens to have food. We'll put it that way. That's what it seemed like. And none other than Anna Banana is here. Monica's back, jumps on the stool next to him. And I love it because she starts to talk to him about the protomolecule and the whereabouts. And I know somebody has a sample and it would be somebody around here, the Belters. It's like, what are you doing? Listen, yeah. <laughs> everything has been destroyed. And she's like, Don't worry, we're off the record. But then you see she has like a camera embedded in her eyeball that's recording. I'm like Right. All right, you know what? That's some bullshit. What are you doing right yeah. <laughs> there? Come on, that ain't I, cool.
1: No. No, Monica's still a little slimy for my taste.
0: I mean, I was hoping that she would change, and maybe she will. But as of right now, I'm like, "Mm, I don't trust you. No. (laughs) Of course, she thinks Holden's hiding something, when Holden is not the one who's being, like, slimy right here, so. No. (laughs) Yeah. He passes over his food because he leaves, and he was eating ramen, which I'm like, oh, I want some ramen. But (laughs) anyway. She just looks at it and then starts eating it. It's like, okay, hungry reporter. But did you notice that the Belters who were there, who had just moments before toasted Holden, were looking at her really stink eye? Yes. I was like, hmm.
1: Yeah, what is up with that?
0: Yeah, I thought it was interesting. So did they hear? Did they know something? Or... Or are they just like, who is this woman who's assaulting the Rossinati captain? Yeah. Makes me wonder.
1: Yep. Could go either way.
0: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> definite. Hmm. And then we get to see Holden, which cracked me up, going up to Fred Johnson's office. And, you know, they try to stop him. He didn't physically assault anybody, but he was not stopping. And no. I think it's like <laughs> the... the the head of steam that he had, the guy's just like, Yeah, I ain't even getting in his way. <laughs>
1: like, no. And he was twice as big as Holden. Right? He could have <laughs> twisted him into a pretzel, but nope.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, Yeah. This guy's just like, Yeah, I tried. He just kept got- <laughs> Feel bad. The guy's probably gonna get yelled at later, but whatever. Yep. But Holden confronts Johnson with, Hey, you actually have protomolecule. What the hell? Yeah. And Johnson's <laughs> like who told you that? It's like, oh, that's not a denial. It's like, as soon as he did it that way, you're like, uh really, Fred? You could have done anything else. But who told yep. you that? Don't worry. It's in a secure, undisclosed location. Yeah, there's the downfall of humanity right there. Yep. And, of course, Holden's like, please just destroy it. You don't understand what it can do. And it played a massive role on what happened on Illus. So please, it screws with your head, it changes your chemistry, it does all of this stuff. And Johnson's like, really? I think maybe the voices in your head are getting to you. It's like, oh, damn. But he reveals. Just live your life. (laughs) Oh, my God. Enjoy your life. Were you you as mad as I was? I mean, seriously. It's like, okay, did you suddenly start meditating and you're all cool now, Fred? All zen. <laughs> yeah. Because really, you were really angry last time we seen you. Oh, yeah. And Holden is literally showing you this weird shit that's in in between the ring. You know, right. that moment that you pass. And he's like, nobody else has ever seen it. Really? And the people who <laughs> discovered germs were laughed at too, okay? Right. Come on. He's like, all of this is in there? I've never seen it. Again. What does that sound like to you? Well, I've not gotten sick. I never got the chicken pox. Exactly. I, you know what? You know what? <laughs> like, seriously. I'm like.
1: Go out looking for it. It's going to find you. Thank you. And it may kill you. So and, be wise not to right.
0: deal with it. <laughs> and Holden even said, and I feel like they're getting stronger every time we go through. I'm like, okay, you haven't seen them now, but we keep basically feeding it.
1: Right. You're gonna see it and then what? Yeah, it's getting yeah, it's getting madder every time. Right. Yo oh, no <laughs> because if those
0: gates shut down with those people on all these other worlds, everybody's SOL because you are really gonna be fending for yourself. Your frontier land is no joke. No. There's <laughs> no way back.
1: Yeah. You just became the Starship Voyager with no way home.
0: Right? <laughs> we just got so many different references in there. But anyway, Naomi and Holden are back in their little awesome apartment room. And Naomi is like, uh, yeah, he found my son and I didn't tell you, but I gotta go. Gotta go track him down. Holden's like, okay, cool. I'll pack. She's like, uh, no. And when she said that, I was like, what? Yeah. What do you mean, no, Naomi? What's going on? Because right now, they're the only two we have together. Because Alex is gone. He, he's off station. We have Amos off station. Bobby we never met back up with the group. And Solara is, last we heard, she was going to Luna. Yep. So I'm like, no, you're not splitting her up with him, right? He's going to stay with her. And she's like, uh, Philip is mine and Marco Anaro's son. Is what <laughs> <laughs> like Holden just kind of stopped and Rrr!
1: yeah? Uh, he knew that she had a son with Marcos,
0: but he looked like what did you say to me?
1: Yeah, I think he was more upset that she was so steadfast in him not going at all. Oh, that's
0: you know, he what even you think offered. Of
1: I'll stay on the ship. He, she goes, no, this is something I have to do.
0: I don't know how on I my feel own. about that though.
1: It's trouble, nothing but trouble.
0: Yes. Guarantee it. Because I am so worried, and everybody's separated. I'm super worried.
1: Yes. (laughs) The team is not together, and all hell's about to break loose. This is not good.
0: No, because we have learned horrible things happen when our crew is not together.
1: That's right.
0: Oh. And uh, let's talk about our little friend, Amos. Oh, Amos. We see him on a belter ferry en route to luna it's like where is he going Right. so obviously it's a way station between Tycho and earth and he ends up in a bunk with a couple of belters and uh some lady who didn't talk so i'm assuming she's a belter because she takes pills to sleep so it's, yeah that's all we that. <laughs> very old lady right so apparently he's quite intimidating <laughs> Uh, I get you, Amos. You have resting bitch face. So, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Although you have resting burger face is what it is with you. Yeah. But one of the fairies, I don't know, I wouldn't say crew members. I'd say swindlers.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that.
0: Attempts to get the young men who are in the bunk with Amos to purchase, quote unquote, additional insurance, you know, just in case. Right. Uh, (laughs) And they're about to, and Amos is like, let me tell you a story.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? And the guy? I mean, he's going through this whole story, and the guy's like, "What does that have to do with anything?" <laughs> he, it was interesting because they misses like basically. I'm telling you, I can do a hell of a lot of stuff holding my breath for two minutes. Yeah. So Imagine what I can do to you before the knockout gas hits
1: me. <laughs>
0: and the guy's kind of like, Hmm. Maybe I should rethink this. Yeah. <laughs> of course, With that his, last boss, <laughs> yeah, his boss is at the door like, is there a problem? He's like, uh, no. And Amos is just like, listen, you're not getting any money out of these people, so pound Don't dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing we know, Amos is head to the showers, and the guys are like, are you kidding me? You know what they're going to yeah, do? He- <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I hate waiting. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> you just knew. Like, This is going to be so not good for those guys because Amos is just itching for a fight.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if it's because everything that happened on Illus or just like everything that's been kind of building or because of the situation he's in right this moment, like his headspace. But what we see is just kind of, I don't want to say flashbacks, but it's kind of flashbacks of the fight. We actually
1: don't get to see the whole fight. Yeah.
0: Like flashes, there we go, because it wasn't yeah, exactly a flashback. Once
1: he goes, yeah, when we see him in the shower, washing blood off of him, and Fully we closed. get to see some of the flashbacks of the fight, which I thought that was a neat way to do it.
0: Yeah, because, I don't know, maybe it's not quite as graphic that way, but yeah. you know... <laughs> Man, the first thing we do see is the one smartass come in who was like, oh, you should have just let them pay. And, ooh, that arm broke and bent in a way. I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, you just see pound, pound, pound. I was like, that's not good for them. No. (laughs) Which is kind of funny because when uh, Amos is down i guess on luna he's about to go to yeah. customs and all of a sudden these two police officers come and he's like first i didn't start it second they were alive when i left the room and the guys are like yeah. what <laughs> i love that because so they each look at each other like the hell's he talking about <laughs> <And> about yeah <laughs> and amos is like oh you're not here for that okay uh, <laughs> hi <laughs> They're like, we're your escort, you <laughs> know. It's like at that point, they're kind of like, I don't know what to do, and right. he's like, Oh, okay, whatever. So they go to uh, Ava office, which is interesting because she pours him a drink, and he's like, What's that for? Oh, for teaching me to walk in zero grab
1: boot, yeah.
0: And then <laughs> he calls see- her Chrissy, yeah, I almost <laughs> died, yes. Because she pours in the drink and did you see she kinda hit it? I'm like, What is it? Syrup? But like kinda hit the bottom for it to Pour out. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, less gravity. I get it. And then he's like, oh, thanks, Chrissy. And when she's just like, I am not what one of your strippers, don't call me that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's such a smart ass because he's like, you can be, or why not both, yeah. or whatever. Whatever yeah. smart ass comment he made, I was like, damn, she's going to beat your ass. That's all I think. thinking. <laughs> be like, the one person I think that might be able to take him because he wouldn't know what to do. Right. He'd be like, what the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was just a real, real unexpected relationship that they seem to have. And it's like, have I forgotten something?
0: Yeah. I'm like, what did we miss? Because yeah. Solara <laughs> has basically been, I wouldn't say Holden's friend, but more with Holden right. than anybody else, except maybe Bobby. So, yeah, when her well, and Amos. Christina
1: will remind us of it. Oh,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> but with her and Amos, I was just like, what in the what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. At one point, you thought they was going to just get down and get after it. And you're
0: just like, <laughs> wow. It's like, wow. Well, hey. Okay. I guess we did miss something. Yeah. Cougar on the loose here. <laughs> We'd see it di- all of a sudden, like, there'd be a huge rewatch. And <laughs> yeah. It's like everybody's watching, going, what did I miss? <laughs> But Avasar is like, Why are you going to Earth? He's like, A friend died. She's like, Yeah, because you are really, you know, funeral type and the cleanup guy. And he didn't say anything, so I'm like, hmm, see, maybe she believes him. But dismisses she him she
1: basically says you will not cause any problems. Yeah, because here.
0: I can't bail you out. Yes. And again I'm like, what well, did she did she bail him out somewhere? Because I do not remember right no so again head scratcher for me but she's like all right go bye go have fun amos (laughs) because admiral delgado waltzes in he's like oh yeah i have some information on our friend (laughs) (laughs) oh marco okay what's going on with marco well there's a belter ship that may or may not be responsible for the science ship blowing up but it could have just been an asteroid. We don't know. It's only like a 50-50 chance. Or what was, exactly what was it? Like 53.7 or
1: something? Seven, yes.
0: <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's great. So why was he there? What's going on? Maybe he did it. I don't know if Delgado is 100% on board, but Avaslara is ready to see hit Marco go down. Oh, yeah. And Delgado was like, I'll bring the popcorn for that. But yeah. I still just <laughs> don't know how on board he is with helping. Right,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, At this point, I'm thinking not much. I
0: mean, obviously, episode one, so there's a lot, a lot for us to to still get to. We have a little bit more here. And I do want to say, I thought it was interesting, though, some of the special effects we had in this episode. I'm still going to go to Mars, so give me one second. But, like, (laughs) when... We were on Tycho Station. All of a sudden, they have a guy like walking on the ceiling because there's no gravity, or is that right. really the floor and they're on the ceiling? But yeah. I'm like, okay, they're just going to throw some of this in. It's like, hey, check out our budget. You know, it made me wonder. <laughs> so. That's part of it when we get to Mars, too, because we have, like, Bobby out outside. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so you got different kind of special effects happening here. But turns out Bobby is conducting black market dealings. And I'm like, didn't she just say she was going to work for Ava Solara last episode or last season? What is going yep. on? <laughs> so... Bobby's like, all right, well, this deal's made. And the guy's like, yeah, we're done. And she's like, hey, what about missiles? Because I know somebody looking for some. And the guy's just like, yeah, we're done. After a very yeah. long pause. <laughs> which, again, what's going on, Bobby? But then we see her, like, in a room filled with, I'm assuming, contraband. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and she calls, again, who I assume is Avasalara. Because we just know from her saying, ma'am. So, I mean. Right. I'm not 100%, but I'm about 99.9%.
1: Right. <laughs> way better
0: than the odds of that being Marco. Um, and she's like, yeah, there's another one who I burned, but I think the next one can get me these highly coveted missiles because they're be- basically planet killers and it's going to be crazy expensive. So I'm going to need a whole lot more money. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Like, Wait, what? Yeah. Abbas has been sending Bobby money to buy up stuff, and it's like, wow, you must have made a whole <laughs> heck of a lot of money as the Secretary General.
0: Right, or has some kind oh, of discretionary fund? Well <laughs>
1: yeah, with husband back on Earth, uh, <laughs> she got her own private stash that she can uh, <laughs> get into without husband finding out about it, or... What? Or somehow
0: funneling money from the U.N. Right. Interesting. So we'll see kind of where this goes, I hope. Right. Because next thing we know, we see Alex in the Razorback. And I'm like, oh, cool. Where's he going? Oh, he's going to Mars.
1: Of course he is. Oh.
0: <laughs> and he leaves Bobby a message like, hey, let's meet for drinks. And oh, I'm going to go see my family, which I'm sure that's going to go over great.
1: Right. Oh, and I was Bad right. idea, Alex.
0: Oh, my gosh. He shows up on the doorstep and i mean they're still married right because his wife was just super pissed because the last time we seen probably her talk,
1: filed for divorce i would think
0: okay because the last time we seen her she's like yeah we just kind of think you're dead it's like what yeah <laughs> dude this is like a big deal what the heck i mean i get it you're pissed at him but damn and It was interesting because she's like, what do you want? Do you want me to tell you we're fine so you can have the guilt lifted off you? Or do you want me to tell you we miss you and so you can feel like we think about you? Because we don't care. You get nothing. And she's like, and your son is on a school trip. He's not going to be back for a while. And close that door. It's like, wow. Wow.
1: (laughs) Same thing she told him last time he talked to her.
0: Yeah, but... I'm like, damn, he's there. He's trying, but apparently that ain't enough. So, yeah, maybe oh. she needs to file so he officially yeah. understands. Yeah. Because I swear that I felt like there was a whole kind of chemistry with him and Bobby before, but right. maybe it was like they were the only two Martians. So, right. who knows? But Bobby does end up meeting Alex at, of all things, a Western <laughs> themed bar that actually had I love that saddles as bar stools. <laughs> i'm like okay
1: that was just not the place to have bobby meet
0: and <laughs> bobby's like what the hell what was it compadres or something i can't remember yeah name. <laughs> but bobby was just like uh, she was snippy
1: oh yeah she was not a she was in a bad mood before she walked in, and this just made it worse.
0: Right. Even when she took a drink of the beer, she had like that sour face. Like, ew. I'm like, oh wow, is it that bad? I mean, I don't drink beer, so is it that bad? <laughs> <laughs> and Alex is like, oh no, let me lift your spirits. Things will be great. Blah blah blah. Cheerleader, and she's like, uh, no. I was <laughs> like, wow. Seriously, that was just unpleasant to watch. Made me cringe.
1: Yeah, it, it was tough to watch, that's for sure. It
0: definitely made me cringe. But he does say, in spite of everything in the Rocky encounter with my wife, I'm going to let her simmer down and I'm going to try to mend fences. So, you know, maybe you and your brother. And she's like, Psh, bye. I was like, yep. oh, okay, I'm out of here. That was pretty abrupt. She just turns around. It's like, Yeah, about. I, I felt really bad. And Alex is just looking at her like, wow, okay. But. I thought it was interesting because as we see him walking later, he kind of looks around and he sees how, like, empty everything is, like the mall.
1: Right, yeah, a lot of places are closing down, selling everything off and getting a hello out of there.
0: Yeah, so I'm wondering if this is starting to turn wheels for him, like, oh, I need to get my family out of here, but is it safe? He's been on the other side. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I just like, obviously kind of rambled and ran through like what happened because it's like, oh wow, this is so exciting. Holy crap. But, we want to know what you think. And hey, guess what? We got some feedback from somebody to tell us exactly what they thought of this first episode. And it's yes. none other than our Fred. Our Friend Fred. <laughs> it's our Fred. Fred from the Netherlands. So Steve, take it away
2: hello steve and anybody who you are going to podcast with dave sean terry whoever this is fred from the nellons with some feedback for the expanse season 5 episode 1 thought about why could I follow this so well. Well I think there was quite some exposition in it and quite some storytelling about things that had happened in the past. For instance via the news bulletins James is watching and listening to. So they really built the episode up but I have to say they did that in a quite subtle way. So compliments for that. I very much like to see that Naomi and James really had a kind of relationship, really settled in their relationship. Of course it was great to see Evazerola back, she really looks stunning and especially in the position she has and her clothes it's, it's like always, it's very very nice. I really wonder how Naomi will react when she finds out what all kinds of very bad things her son did. Possibly you all know this because you have seen episode 2 and 3, but I didn't. People could say, what are you complaining about? Just watch these two episodes. But I have to watch a lot of other things and give feedback to at least another six podcasts. Of which the Fangirls Zone podcast about the Mandalorian and about Star Trek Discovery are two. What can I say about the Amos story? was typically Amos and with that everything is said. I always love Anna Hopkins and especially also in this role as Monica with a secret camera in her eye etc. Really nice. I hope she will have a role in the whole fifth season. But also what she discussed with James Holden was expositional again. And I don't mean just expositional but expositional partly to the past so what has happened. Before okay, that was all for now. Greetings, all the best till next time, Fred from the Netherlands. Thanks, thanks Fred. a lot,
1: Fred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree, of course. uh Alastor looked
1: amazing. Yep, that costume never designer. Never argue <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, that costume designer must be like I can do anything I want. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah, absolutely.
0: I wonder too, like how Naomi's gonna react. I'm, I'm really wondering how torn up she's going to be.
1: I'm thinking it's not going to go well. No. So it just, I understand her point that she needs to tell her son that he's going to get himself killed if he doesn't get away from his father. But still you could send him a video message telling him that (laughs) Oh, it's just going to be ugly. Yep. And yes, Amos was Amos and we (laughs) love that.
0: Yes. West
1: Chatham is awesome. I'm a little surprised you didn't mention good old Alex, but...
0: I love him. Going back to the interview I did with him before season one came out, how he's a Martian-Cowboy-Kermit the Frog mix. Just his words, not mine, and then he was in a cowboy bar. That was hilarious. With, like, the neon around actual cowboy hats. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I love it. And, Fred, we are doing one episode per week, so you don't have to rush and... Watch 2 and 3 and try to get them all in to us. I thought I had kind of made that clear. And I guess when I told you that we were recording when we were, that you didn't quite understand what I meant, that we were recording episodes 1 and 2 on the same evening, but not together. (laughs) So that's my fault, Fred. Sorry about that.
0: Well, if you want to send us feedback, much like Fred, and hopefully Christina again this year, please visit our our Facebook page, our website, www.fangirlzone.com. I'm forgetting words. (laughs) So you can go to our contacts page and find all the ways to send it to us. Otherwise, you can send it to either Steve at Fangirlzone, Sean at Fangirlzone, or contact us at Fangirlzone.com and we will love to play it or answer your question once we read it. And... I think a lot of people out there might have answers for you if you have questions about the book, because I do not have them. Yes. But <laughs> there's so many people that do and they listen, which I'm super excited. And of course, while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, there are several Expanse podcasts, but it's the only one in the fangirl zone. <laughs> Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast, and make your friends watch this show. Don't, yes. don't make them necessarily read the books because I'm like so far behind. But you know. <laughs> but yeah, definitely have them watch the show. Wow, this is amazing. Okay, so th- this was a big one. This was a big yep. first episode, and I loved it. So for this episode of the Fangirl Zone, I am Sean
1: S. and I'm Steve. Think of it as giving a glass of water to an angry old woman who's dying of thirst in the desert.
0: And until next time.